We got the exhale. Hi, it's Stephanie, and this is Sanctioned by Stephanie. Yeah! Canned people, and real people, too. Introducing my guest tonight, uh, my father. He runs an amazing, amazing room at Maraschino's Pub in Canton every Wednesday night from 9 p.m. until... We can't drive home anymore and have mm -hmm. to Uber. <laughs> mm -hmm. Give it up for my friend. Mr. Ned Rice. Thank you. Thank you. How are you, sir? So good. I'm so excited to have you here finally. Me too. Yes, yes, yes. And Who canceled? <laughs> Nobody canceled. It doesn't matter. It's fine. I'm glad to be. I'll take the scraps. I don't care. The funniest thing is uh, how we met. I know. I remember. Yeah, you just hit me up out of the blue. You were like, I need a spot on a stage. I just saw you standing outside of New Dodge and mm -hmm. we just started chatting. Mm -hmm. But first you slid into them DMs. DMs? Yeah, my my direct messages. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I'll never forget the first thing you said to me. What's that? Are you a cop? Are you that a cop? Is, and then we just, we were off and running. It was great. <laughs> Are you seriously a comic? <laughs> you look like you're my father. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, so yeah, we met and then we just started like hitting mics a lot and became friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like so much so that I'm just like telling you all my sob stories and you're just like, okay, honey, it's going to be okay. Go clean your room. <laughs> but I wanted to have you here today because I wanted you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, let's let's talk about, let's talk about you growing up. Let's talk about your little bit of your life story. Are you from Michigan? Grew up. I was born in Detroit and grew up in Livonia. Livonia, okay. Four brothers and two sisters. Big Catholic, family. Yeah. Very happy childhood. Yeah. That's good. What, what um, nationality are you? Background? My mother's Irish and my father's Canadian and Native American. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. So you're not you're not yes, just so you the don't pay attention to my act because I talk about that every day. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're not the typical white dude. <laughs> He's got a little bit of the Cherokee chop chaw in him. Mohawk. Mohawk. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, the vodka kind. <laughs> I think it's wrong that they named a vodka Mohawk. That's a little on the nose. Why? You know, exactly. why don't they name I'm it offended whiskey? too. I have Native American blood in me. I'm offended too. Cause... Why didn't they just name it Firewater? Uh, exactly. <laughs> that's a good, that's that's a good name. Was. But it's like naming an Irish whiskey, mommy and daddy are, are breaking up and it's my fault. You know, right, it's right. It's a little too specific. Should we cancel Mohawk Vodka? I th I would, yeah. Yeah, and call it Firewater. I mean, why not? Let's or, make it a little uh, more offensive. <laughs> unless they want to sponsor the show, then more than happy. <laughs> no, White Claw. How about Reservation Casino I know. Vodka? Reservation yeah, Casino more Vodka. Modern. <laughs> do you know how much uh, in your bloodline you ever do a 23andMe or anything like that? Or do you got too many dead half. bodies in your my past? Dad was half. Your dad was half? Mohawk, so, okay. Yeah. No 23andMe in your family? I've done that. Yeah? And uh, it's pretty much what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are like, wow, I found this out. And I'm like, <laughs> you It's know. also in my act, Stephanie. It's also in your act, the 23andMe? I said I'm 98% white trash, 2% other. Oh, okay. So, I don't it's think nice that you don't pay attention when I'm on stage. This, I don't pay attention to anyone. To I don't this pay attention wonderful. to anyone. Okay. Well, I, I only pay attention to millennial girlfriend. The audience doesn't care either. <laughs> the audience doesn't care either. <laughs> so um so like uh growing up and stuff, uh so what did you what did you get into growing up? Like were you into like um sports and stuff or were you sports more? okay music? I took music lessons. Okay. Uh, big Catholic church was really important. Yeah. Um, and we were kind of um, 
Were you an altar boy? Yes. I got kicked out of altar boys. I kept fainting during mass. Like they would just like timber. Like I would hit. Couldn't take them roofies they were giving you, could you? Well, the priest said it was for my own good. But I I think in in retrospect, I think he had some ulterior motives. Ulterior motives. No, I would just just pass out because standing for that length of time. Oh, yeah. It's a long time. You're out, son. Yeah. Uh, they canceled you. It kind of messed up the masses too. Like, what's happening? Up there? <laughs> I know, right? Just one time, this woman out. screamed, "Somebody help him!" It was like right in the middle of church. Oh I'm my like, god! We can't have this. Now. We can't. Yeah. Sorry, we heard Ned. from the Pope, and it's, you're out. That's <laughs> been canceled by the Catholic Church because of low blood sugar. That's it. <laughs> they could have just gave you a high C. <laughs> too we bad were, it wasn't the eighties. <laughs> that was quite a long time before that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, good childhood. I mean, every family has stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, both my parents came from real poverty, like yeah, like walking the streets, poverty. Yeah. They were the first people in their family to go to college. Okay, cool. My dad was an engineer for. My mother's a school teacher. Yeah. Still is. She's ninety-four years old. And she's still teaching. Yeah. Wow. Not full time at a school, but like she teaches classes, Bible classes. And that's awesome. Oh, she's she's a she's a she should be on this show. She, she should be on the show. She, I told again, it's in my ex. You wouldn't know, yeah. but she's, no, I know about she your mom. Volunteers. She teaches. She takes ukulele lessons. She swims. She goes to church every day. She's got all these friends. She's oh, I could go on and on. Like a social butterfly. Can't keep up. With yeah, I can't yeah. keep up with mom. Um, Sorry, I was today. Yeah, I took her shopping and the dentist and blah blah blah. And she's just like oh, and and she writes a column for the church paper every week. So oh, I really? help her edit it. So now we're co-authors. Oh my like, goodness. I have I have your notes on the on the Isaiah column. I'm like, oh, this is great. You know? Does your mom still use a typewriter? Uh, no, she no. has. She's she uses a computer. Wow. She's she's actually more computer literate than I am. Really, that's really sad. Really. That's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. Man, I had to teach my grandparents how to do everything, you know? Like, my grandma was like, okay, Stephanie, I'm locked out of my Facebook for the 50th time. And I'm like, did my you write anything? Facebook. Did you write anything down? Did you have a password? Do you have anything? No, no, no. We'll just make a new one. My 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 Auntie Barbara, we used to do that, too. She has about, mm-hmm. um, there's like 17 Barbara Kemeny Facebooks out there because she forgot her password and had to play her casino games yep, so much. Yep, so, yep. Um, did you go to college? You went to college then? I went to Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Okay. All right. And what did Somehow, you? Somehow, I, I can't imagine how, but I graduated. I was the worst student. Really? I, I, all I do is play and like, wait, I don't have to go home tonight? There's a beer store right near here? Yeah, college was. But then <clears throat> toward the end of college, this woman who I knew <laughs> said, <laughs> we're doing a cable access show in Ann Arbor. You and Tony, your friend, are you're kind of funny. Do you want to do skits on the show? And I went, yes. Yeah, okay. And so we started. It was like a Wayne's World. It was like the lowest okay. college. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we did these little, we edit, we shot these little pieces in the street. They were funny, kind of. Yeah. And that was it. I'm like, this is this is it. So you wanted to do comedy then. And then that ended. And then like, okay, well, now what? Because this is what I want to do. And I started doing stand-up at the Michigan Union. They had a show every week. Okay. And... Uh, just by sheer dumb luck, I my first few sets were kind of good, and, uh-huh. and I thought, I have to do a different set every week. I didn't realize that comedians repeat material, like, literally thousands of times. Right, right. I thought it always had to be fresh. But That's how I was, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I seriously, I, like, after I did my first set, I came home and I wrote, like, a whole other set. And then that set is what became... Hot gyno right, that right. I've been that I had that was my set that I worked on and worked on until I got it down pat and now I'm like building and building on that but that was exactly what happened I was like I have to have something new every time and then like the people that I met in the scene were like 
Duh, Mm -hmm. you don't have to keep working on what you got, you know? Well, years later, I'm going to jump ahead a little. I I got a job at the Improv in New York. I was a bartender. Nice. So I saw thousands and thousands of comedians and thousands of sets, and I realized, oh, my God, doing the same stuff. Because it's good. That's Mm -hmm. how you do it. But they're not the least bit embarrassed about repeating material, especially if it's good. Right. That's just how it works. Right. But I still try to do something fresh every time I get on. I try to do at least one new thing every time Something new. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I did, did stand up and like once I opened for Tim Allen, he used to, he was just a club nice. comic then and, yeah. and some other people, Sheila Kay, you may have heard of her. She yeah. She's a Detroit comic. Yeah. And then after somehow getting out of college. Um, when I first met you, I was like, man, he could be Tim Allen's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, if I hear him growl. <laughs> I've been known to. And we've both been to prison. So uh, that's. that's that's why you probably felt that way. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm going to New York and be famous. And mm-hmm. I went to New York and did the New York thing. I was a, you know, waiter, bartender, bus. I was a bus boy. And right. It was pretty cool. And then I got my first showbiz job. I was an NBC page. Oh, which okay. Which is the coolest job yeah. in the world. Yeah. You have studio tours. Jack McBrayer's part on uh, yes. on uh, 30 Rock. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Kind of like that. You get so, like one day I was in a Mexican joint. Uh-huh. Clearing plates. The next day, I'm in the Letterman studio, nice. which is like Mecca. That's Letterman is why I went into the business. Absolutely, That's, that he was that he was everything for me. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty cool. My dad, my uh, my dad, and my uncle really liked Letterman a lot. Oh. So like, yeah. I would always try to sneak and watch Letterman because he was like the naughty one, you know. Yeah. Like Carson oh. wasn't the naughty one. No, we were Carson a was. Kid. Yeah, yeah, Carson was the one that like Grandma and Grandpa watched. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but it, he saw Dave, and he knew that Dave was. Yeah. thing and he he made dave's career you know yeah oh no definitely and so, that whole thing the yeah. the night shift movie mm. about the whole like oh um, yeah late shift yeah late yeah. shift sorry late it's shift great. movie it's great yeah that's just with, what happened it's yeah exactly and it's happened. exactly how it happened yeah. and it's yeah. so fuck it's so fucking good it was like yeah. perfect but no like i i adore david letterman yeah. like he's he's awesome all of his new stuff his netflix oh, one-on-ones yeah. and yeah, everything he's, too he's one of the all-time Great. So you were an NBC page. And then I, uh, let's see, um, they had an employee writing contest and I wrote a submission and I came in like third and I met the head writer of Letterman and then I wrote something for SNL and I met with Lauren Michael. I'm like, I'm like this nobody. Like, right. This, what? Ned, Lauren Michaels is on the phone. I'm like, holy shit. Anyway, so that's enough of that. So, um, <laughs> but nothing, nothing panned out. It never does. And then I was doing stand up in New York. Uh-huh. Well, it's. Stand up in New York is a lot harder, harder than stand up in, in Ann Arbor. It's yeah, a yeah, lot harder. Yeah. So, but I I did the circuit for a couple of years. I did, you know, I, I passed at the improv, which is how they do it. You have to pass. Right. Which I never understood until I worked there. Passing means, okay, you're good enough. And then every night you'd call in your availability and then you call later and they say you got a spot or you don't have a spot or okay. come in and hang out maybe. Okay. So I did that for two years. Okay. And it was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. I. I didn't enjoy it. I, I was, yeah. I, I don't know what the problem was, but I was just, I just got smacked in the face too many times. And, yeah. and then I just kind of segued into TV writing. And that's, so I just forgot about stand up. I didn't do stand up for a long time. Many, many, many years. Well, yeah. when I talked to you the first time, you did say I used to do it a long time ago. Like a long time ago. Yeah. 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 So I just forgot. And then I worked in New York and I did some gigs in Florida. And then I graduated and moved to LA and did, did TV there for. Quite a while, and then, okay. but I never thought about stand up. Yeah, although the first job I had in LA was for a show called Comic Strip Live, so we would yep. go out to 
clubs and try out the material. So that was yep. awesome. You yeah. walk into any club, just walk right in. And so that was really fun. Okay, cool. But then I didn't give it any thought. And then the years went by. <laughs> and um, it was time to move back home. That was kind of done. I was kind of done out there. Yeah. And um, came, I decided I wanted to live in Ann Arbor again. Uh-huh. Started going to shows just out of curiosity. And then I thought, hmm, mm-hmm. oh, I could do that. That's kind of how it starts. You right, know? Like, right. Oh, I could do that. Yeah. I went to a, a Ridley show and yeah. this, it had the same thing. And one of the guys was like, mm. you can just call in for the open mic. Right. And, you know, so. I still haven't figured out how they do it. So, so I did that for a bit and then COVID started. Okay. And I just did Ann Arbor and now and then Ypsilanti. It was very, right. it wasn't good. Sporadic and just whatever. Yeah. yeah. COVID started and a friend of mine from the old days does a Zoom show out of Denver every week, and you go, you should be on the show. So at first it was super weird, you know, doing stand-up to my iPad. Yeah. But then you get used to it like everything else. Yeah, I've heard from a lot of comics that it's different. And I started doing two sets a week on that and mm-hmm. that for like a year, and I started to build up material and confidence, and I'm like, yeah. So that's when I, I got out the thing, okay, where do, the, where do people do this outside of Ann Arbor? Right, right. And that's when I started going to places like, like New, New Dodge. Dodge. Okay. And, and then one by one, I just learned about all the different ones. And I started to meet people. Yeah. And now, during the day, I'm a freelance writer. I work at home. Yeah. And I also substitute teaching in Ann Arbor. Okay. But that's very sporadic. That's mm-hmm. hit and miss. Substitute. I go out and do eight to ten spots a week. You do. And it is, it's all I want to do. Yeah. It's, it's, I have so, I'm enjoying it so much because I don't care. Yeah. I, there's no pressure. I'm never going to be on TV. Yeah. Those days are way behind me. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. I can just do what I want to do. Get out there and say your stuff. And I can't tell you, mm-hmm. I can tell you how friendly this community is. Oh, it, yeah. As opposed to some other places. Absolutely. It's friendly. It's supportive. I've, I, I've actually made friends. Yeah. And these are, these are people much, much younger than me. And I, yeah, like I, me. I feel, yes, exactly. <laughs> I feel so accepted and supported. It's, 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 I can't. Get it's awesome. It. And then you have like, you have like the, uh, the golden squad, as I want to refer to you guys as, which is, uh, you're doing a show on Sunday. Right? Is it this Sunday? Or is it Oh the old timers. The old timers show. The old school show. Uh, yeah. Nineteenth. I'm calling you the Golden Squad because yeah. <laughs> it's you, Big Mama, uh Frank. McClanahan, <laughs> B. Arthur's in the show. It's gonna be really fun. Cat Medlock, uh who else is on the show? Uh, Karum. Kar- oh yeah, Karum. Yeah. And some yeah. folks uh pop popcorn? Popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn so. is a Detroit legend. Yeah. He is. He is um I met popcorn uh hanging out with T-Barb one night Mm -hmm. and she was like, this is my mentor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, hello, No one's ever said I met Popcorn when I was hanging out with T-Bar, just so you know. I I met Popcorn when I was hanging out with T-Bar. That's going to be on your grave. That's going to be on my thing. Sorry, I'm name dropping here. But Popcorn (laughs) is very, very funny. And I seen him do comic Vibe Room and he lit up the place and I seen him like tear down Nandi's uh, Knowledge Cafe. Oh, yeah, on Mondays. Yeah, on Mondays. That's such a fun room. That's like my favorite thing. I've been planning to go. I was joking with her. I was like, this room is so Lauren Hill. Because it is. It's really like that, like that awesome, like vibe, and then like the, you can get you can get catfish, and you can get booze, <laughs> and you can get catfish, and you can get a book from the shelf and sit down and read because oh, it's a knowledge cafe. It's my kind of place. Yeah, yeah, and you can laugh your ass off. 
I've been planning there. to learn how to read. I think that would really help me. <laughs> Learning how to read. I, I, that's my goal. So, so during all of this and your whole life story that we kind of like bounced around on, what made you realize you were funny? Was it that validation at stand-up? Was it something um, when you were a lot younger? Childhood. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? It was a way of, of getting acceptance. Yeah, exactly. A in lot of people school, say that. In high school, uh, there was the cool kids, mm-hmm. and I was not one of the cool kids. And I thought if I if I if I get a varsity letter, I could be cool. But I never did. I wasn't very good. Right. But around son, around senior year, I noticed that I could make them laugh. Okay. The next thing I knew, I'm getting invited to the parties and so on. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is what I do. Okay. Yeah. That's that was that was that was the important. validation that yeah. you needed to start with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, did anyone encourage you to pursue comedy? No. No, you just did it on your own. It was uh, mom didn't. My I think, parents I think, were completely. My parents are both really funny. They yeah. love. Com- I listen, grew up listening to comedy albums. Yeah. My parents are both very funny. Like mm-hmm. my dad. Oh my god. Yeah. So much funnier than me. Yeah. But as far as like a job, like why would. Why would anyone want to do that? Fully like gelled in their heads until they came to see me in LA and they saw me on a real show. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, they're paying you. Oh, oh, this well, is that's what's nice. Up. Yeah. Now, do you have dental? Or... <laughs> so, yeah. Of course, the parents question. But it was completely a, a, a strange yeah. thing to want to pursue. Yeah. So, who were your influences growing up in comedy? Comedy? Mm-hmm. No, I, this is, they're probably some of when the When I was that growing I up <laughs> during the Paleolithic period. Yeah. Uh, everybody was Saturday Night Live happy. I never mm. thought that was a very good show. Our show was Monty Python. That was our okay. that was our thing. Okay. Uh, we were like Monty Python nerds. Like mm-hmm. if they had Comic Con, then I would have gone as a lumberjack. I almost turned on Holy Grail last night because oh, yeah. I was like looking for something to watch. I'm like, ah, yeah. I can watch this like the 47th time. <laughs> but the show, the original show, is like yes. it was just freakishly funny. Yeah. And uh, and then eventually we moved on to Second City TV, which is also incredibly. Funny. Now that's the one from Canada, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, Eugene Levy and Martin Short. Martin Short. Okay, yeah. Dave Thomas. That's where the whole Ed Grimley thing started. Catherine O'Hara. Okay, Catherine. Yeah, O'Hara, but that yeah. was even that wasn't even their best thing. I don't okay, think. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Second City TV was again. Yeah. A whole nother level of. Like, yeah. this is almost too funny. Yeah, like, I remember watching that, like, I think Nick at Night had it on or something. Oh God, like, they re- they did City. reruns of that, yeah. Incredible. Like, that, um, I mean, like, I watched Mad TV, too, mm-hmm. growing up, mm-hmm. too. But SNL was huge for me because when I was in high school, it was, like, the Adam Sandler, um, yeah. Chris Farley stuff. Oh, yeah, I mean, know? it's so, obviously a yeah, huge show, but it was, boy, it was never... Yeah, it was was like the Beatles versus. Yeah, that's a good band, but you know what I mean. It was they were on a whole nother level for 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 me for us. Right. It's funny when my parents came to visit me in L.A. We went to this um, uh, restaurant right on the beach in Santa Monica, Mm -hmm. and um, it was funny because my dad had never seen a valet parking situation before, and he's not some idiot, you Uh know. But but pulled up, got out of the car. This guy's like, Ned, that guy just took your car. And, I'm like, yeah, and that's all he talked about the rest of the day. Ned just drove up like he owned the place, and this guy took his car. So anyway, we're in this joint. It's called Shutters. It's sort of famous. That's where okay. Julia Roberts hit out when she broke up with okay. Kiefer Sutherland. Right, whatever. right. We're sitting there having brunch, and my dad is chatting with this woman next to him, and it's Catherine O'Hara oh, from Second City. So I'm like, right. and he's chatting with her and like, playing with her baby, and I'm like, 
dad. He had no clue. No idea who it was. Oh, your dad's awesome. I love your dad. Yeah, like the most famous place I remember going to when my when my aunt lived in um, when she lived in LA, she would take us to Charlie Brown's. I know that place in Malibu for brunch. And oh my God, was that like that was so like the cool. pinnacle of because you're right there on the water. The waves are breaking, and yep. You're and I'm like, yeah. I can have shrimp for breakfast. <laughs> you know what Anything I mean? You want. Yep. It was such a cool place. Yeah. Like I, I, I really loved LA. Like mm-hmm. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Every time I went out to visit her, um, the last time that we went out to visit her, I think I had just turned like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was so cool because I got to go just with my grandma. Like, my mom, my dad, nobody came. Just me and my grandma went out. And I was there for two weeks ahead of my mom coming out to, like, take us all home. And that's when, like, we actually got to go see sets at Sony that's and so see, fun. like, the hook um, the hook set. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, and what was the other one that she... Oh, and then, like, the Flash TV show. Mm-hmm. She worked on that. And then, like... For the longest time, she was like, she worked with the, the Olsen twins mm-hmm. on Full House, too. Mm-hmm. So that was like, that was so, it was such a, like, completely like, hey, this is real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, going yeah. to L.A., you realize, like, this isn't just stuff that you see on your TV. This is freaking real. And mm-hmm. this is, like, stuff that you can participate in. Because, look, my aunt's doing it. Yep. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, my aunt's doing it. My That's uncle's working thing. on arachnophobia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like That's the thing. We, we focus on the, on on camera people obviously because we're consumers mm-hmm. but the a lot of the industry is blue collar people it and is. people doing stuff like that yeah like car, literally carpenters Rips. electricians yeah and those people are a tough audience yeah my you uncle, can make the crew laugh you did you yeah. did good my uncle had uh, still has a, sh- a jacket it says grips from hell mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like mm-hmm. their group of <laughs> and they work hard and they play hard they too. do they Most do people can drink oh my god no he even said he was That's like, your the craziest. He's like it was the craziest six months of my life do you know how much weed i smoked oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah um okay so besides your influences oh and then just to mention oh yeah, uh, yeah. My, my, uh, bill cosby oh yeah okay i still think he's one of the top three ever no i mean um, it's unfortunate personal life yeah. I, I'm, I feel the same way about like r kelly i love r kelly yeah. music but i can't mm. you know so michael jackson too um bob newhart yeah and then i liked all the classic newhart's old, great old, old stuff newhart newhart was great he was <laughs> my brother daryl my other brother daryl oh, i mean yeah before that the newhart show oh the was a psychiatrist was, okay oh my god so yeah. dry so mm-hmm. dry and mm-hmm. probably who you'd expect george carlin yeah any uh Jerry um, Pryor was probably one of the very best who ever. What about women? What women? Oh, oh yeah, Rita, uh, uh, Rita Rudner. Yeah, I love Roseanne. I love Joan Rivers. Yeah, Joan Rivers is the shit. I got to work for her too when I was. A you dad. did. Yeah. Awesome. She was a. She was the loveliest person. Oh my god. So nice. She's like my idol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Such an unfortunate freaking death, though. I know. Oh my god. Um, okay, so like besides your influences. You know those major people. Uh, who makes you laugh now, and like even in the in the local scene? Oh, I think Jacob Barr. Oh yeah. And uh, Noah. Noah Chap. Are the two I think have the most like long term potential? Mm-hmm. I think either one of those guys could be a star. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot. Both of- have great writing. Yeah, and they're also unique. I've obviously. only seen Jacob once, but he blew me away. Yeah, he's wow. Really next level, I think. I think Nick Kelly's great. Yeah. I think um, J. 
JD is great. Yeah. Um, do I always John Carp uh, John McDonald? Mm-hmm. Which is funny because every time I see him, a friend of mine in childhood was named John McDonald, and he was the dorkiest, <laughs> klutziest, <laughs> most sad sack, hard luck, just kind of like a nice luck. guy. But he was just like it was almost fascinating how dorky and. and Pathetic he was. Yeah. And John McDonald here is like this cool, funny guy. So it, it, whenever I hear that name, it's just like, wow. <laughs> Look uh, what he grew up to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anybody like nationally right now that's like kind of new? My favorite comic for a long time has been Dave Attell. Dave Attell is yeah, amazing. He's incredible. Uh, I think Dave Chappelle's amazing. What was his show, Dave Attell's, where he would be... Insomniac. Insomniac. is so good. And then didn't he do Dave's porn collection? I'm pretty sure that was his show. He did do a show yeah. like that Interview, too. Interview uh, yeah. retired porn, porn stars. stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, I love Sarah Silverman. <clears throat> She's great. Um, we were just talking about that on the last episode with uh, with Jake House. Yeah. Because he's a big SNL fan. Like, uh, he grew up kind of, like, watching the she SNL. Didn't, she didn't have much impact on that show, but, but her we, show. He was saying, he was saying, he was like, you know, a lot of people that I really love from SNL is only, were only on it for, like, a season, like Sarah Silverman. That's David how Tell I first knew there. about her. Yeah. But he never, he didn't get on camera much. Yeah. I think Wasn't, Colin Quinn's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, God, I've been watching him since Remote Control. Yeah. That was my first TV job. Are you serious? <gasps> uh, I was a big Dave, uh, Bill Hicks fan. Uh-huh. Um, I think Maria Bamford is incredible. She is. Big Anthony Jeselnik fan. Anthony Jeselnik, yeah. Um, I When he first came out, I did not think he had staying power. I thought he was just, like, going to be, like, this one-trick pony, you know, and just have these, like, cocky little things, he says. But he really is impressive. Yeah, he's something. Um, there was somebody else I was going to mention. Were you into the blue-collar Oh, I like uh, Jim Gaffigan. I like Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jim Gaffigan with the co- with the like, Catholic jokes, too. But like, just so the Midwestern, good. yeah, I'm kind of yeah. fat. Hey, here's yeah. And then he reels off, like, an hour and a half of killer jokes. Right, right, exactly. I really like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, I'm totally in agreement with... Everybody that you said, honestly, like so so good. Um, okay, I should, I should mention more local people. Yeah, but I I only do mics. Yeah. Um, I think Jacob Russell was going to be very big. Yeah, he uh, he is really got it. Yeah, he's doing Solo Detroit tonight. I'm really well, excited for him. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, opening up for Bobo Lamb, so that's pretty cool. Um, Tell me oh, something. Oh, I think Brett uh, Brett Mercer is very funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah, funny guy. yeah. Um, so tell me something about your stand up that you're working on right now. Anything new that we might be uh, excited for? Are you working on anything new, or are you? I was thinking of trying jokes. <laughs> I know, I know, that's crazy. <laughs> Well, I'm just wondering if there's anything, uh, anything on on your uh, on your repertoire, anything nor like it's in your life about, that. It's any, all about my life. Yeah, you and doing then, anything about your mom? Oh, I I do all kinds. of stuff I know you do a little mom. bit about her. Like I've heard I a little like bit. Have like three or four jokes about her. Yeah, yeah. And I just think it's cool that you you do help out with your mom and like you guys have that cool relationship and everything because it's it's hard to have that with somebody that's. Um, you know, when you're trying to live your life and they have so much going on too, you know what I mean? Like it's Oh, she's yeah, we're very close. Yeah. She's probably gonna come and live with me at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I it's hard to invite her because she would not be okay with most of the 
Right. And she would not sit through any of the dirty stuff. She just would be. Right, right. But I did tell her my joke about um, going to church in Plymouth and they had gluten-free communion hosts. Yes. <laughs> I said, you remember when Jesus fed the crowd with five loaves and two fishes? I wonder if anybody there was on keto. Oh, sorry, I don't, I don't do bread. It's not one of my cheat days. Do you have any kale chips? Like, and she yeah. thought that was really funny. That is really so, funny. Yeah. It is. I like that. Um, so, uh, real quick, tell us about your millennial girlfriend. You've been dating her for three She's years. She's the love of my life. She's the love of your life. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. And you guys have how many years between you? You can just Quite say. Quite a few. Okay, Quite decades. Few. There's decades between oh, them? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, so, uh, how was that, like, courting and uh, and having that May-December relationship like that we don't we don't care you don't care uh there's lots of times when someone will say would you and your daughter like to come this way please your table is ready we just look at each other and like yeah okay i like that we don't she seems to have the same kind of um uh humor as you you know what i mean and she seems to have that same laid-back attitude i i really dig her she's cool as hell and i love that you have so much material on her well it to me the biggest gap is politically I'm an old timer. <laughs> yes. I'm probably center right, let's say, just so I can keep working this down. <laughs> she is like a Marxist. She's way over there to the mm-hmm. left. I mean, way over there. Right. So we have some very interesting discussions about But that's stuff. what makes it, that's what makes oh, it stay so, hot. Oh, it's so, it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. You got to keep I mean, that fire lit, man. We, we went to the, to the demonstrations in Detroit. We were mm-hmm. tear gassed. We, oh shit! We saw a guy get shot to death right in front of us. Really? Yep. Fuck. So she is an act. She's not she, like a. She doesn't chat about it in coffee shops. She's an activist. So she's out there. She's doing gonna. It. She's she's contemplating spending the next year of her life in a in a in a residence for addicts and homeless people and beaten women. She's gonna go live there and. That's work amazing. For for no money. Like Props she to is, you, girl. She is really <coughs> down for all that stuff. That's awesome. That's so, such a such a how could selfless... I not admire that? Oh yeah, yeah, that's her life. That's wild. But she's she's really fun. She's hilarious. She's she's oh my god. We have we we just laugh nonstop when we're together. And uh, no, I've seen it. When we're together, we're happy. Yeah, she's always crack. You, she's cracking jokes just as much as you're oh. cracking the jokes. And yeah. Ned's kind of cracking the jokes on the sly. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take a break, and we will be right back. Thank you for sharing all that, Ned. Oh, sure. Appreciate it. We will be right back with Ned Rice. Lot of vodka. But in a pinch, anything would do. Yeah, it's that fire water in you, you know? That's what it is. <laughs> My people. Hey, hey, he gets the same way. I've seen this man drink an entire bottle of, what was that, Woodford Reserve? Whiskey bourbon. From Sam's Club. So it's the Ouch. big bottle. Oh, yeah. He drank that all in one day when his grandmother, the yeah. the week his grandmother died of COVID. But it's also the Irish side, too. It is yes, the Irish it side. Is. I had yeah. an uncle who would drink hair tonic. Really? In a, in a pinch. I in mean, a pinch. It wasn't his first choice, but yeah. he would drink it. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I'm not that far gone. In mm. a pinch, I'll drink Burnett's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real pinch. <laughs> There's some in the freezer right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. $5.99. $5.99. All right, Ned. Edward Ned Rice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you don't like the ad word, right? I don't care. I don't care. Who gave you the nickname Ned? My mother had an uncle Ned, Ned Tracy. Okay. From uh, Limerick. Okay. And my dad said, we can name him Edward, but I want to call him Ned. Aww. My mom's like, what? So call me Ned. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I got Stephanie um, after Stephanie Powers. Adored that woman. You did. Oh, my God. She's the 34th pop, most popular TV actress of the 1970s. She was smoking, and she was a good actress. Yeah, yeah. She was William Holden's lady for a long, long time. Yes. Another age gap relationship. <laughs> yes, yes. My um, my uh, dad's name is Stephen, so they wanted a Stephanie, and when my mom mm-hmm. looked to the name spelling, she went with her, mm-hmm. So, because it was popular. My grandparents liked Heart to Heart. So oh, yeah. I was born in 1980. She was also the girl from Uncle, I think. Yep, I think so too. And some other things. She was incredible. Very fiery red hair. Yep. Yeah. Really, really smart. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's hot too. Nice. So many similarities between us. You're you're, you're doppelgangers. <laughs> doppelgangers. I get goosebumps. I'm, Just except for the these? fiery red hair. This is not a rash. These are goosebumps. <laughs> All right, Ned. So now we are going to do the Insanction 7. Uh, Ben already played the music. We've just been chatting. Let's do it again. All right. These are the seven random questions that I picked. Do I need any special equipment for this? Um, Just Shaq right there. Oh, okay. big black dildo right there. Strangely exciting to me. He's staring at you right now. Okay, well. (laughs) That was my 40th birthday gift. I thought I had the gig. Okay, but fine. (laughs) Whatever. He's like, where is your black couch? I don't know where... The couch is, this is not the audition I was signed up for. I don't want to do that <laughs> breathalyzer again. This isn't Grandpa's Gone Wild, you no. guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where you test out the um, gas station dick, pick, uh, dick uh, pills mm. <laughs> from Cat. Can I get a medical consult, please? I've never used this medication before. <laughs> I just work here, mister. You want the pills or don't you? <laughs> What does like a nine hour erection feel like? Gas station dick pills, people. <laughs> mm, that'd be overtime. That'd be overtime. Anything over eight is overtime. <laughs> overtime. That's when you have to go to the hospital. Okay, Ned, first question. What is your earliest childhood memory? My mom um, bathing us and putting us in clean clothes so we'd look nice when dad got home from work. Aw, that's so sweet. We lived on Braille in Detroit on the west side. Really? Was it a bumpy road? (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. Sorry. You've just mocked my entire childhood. I just love that about you. Uh, It was a nicely paved road, actually. Oh, okay. (laughs) You with the joking. Now, not so much. (laughs) <laughs> All right. What's the most spontaneous thing you've ever done? I jumped in a stolen car once and drove around town. Really? Ann Arbor, yeah. Is this recently? It was about two hours ago. Two hours ago? When I was the guy that just called, yeah. we were sitting on my porch getting yeah. smashed, and this car drove up. And these girls were like, where's the party? And I go, I think it's right here. We started yakking away, jumped right. in the car, drove around. Had no idea. And there was a uh, one of those wooden arms at the bank. It was on uh, Liberty. 
and we wanted to park there, so I just drove through it. Crash. <laughs> and Greg's like, so whose car is this? And the girl's like, oh, we just took it. And Greg's like, okay, I'll see you guys. And he just like, because he was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you at the house. <laughs> so that would, I, so I, Ned stayed and beat up the hookers. They were, no, I don't think they were hookers, but I'm not sure. I still if get, you were playing Grand Theft Auto, I still Auto, get postcards from them occasionally. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they still have your address. I'm like, yeah, jump in the car, why not? Okay, next random question. Do you believe in ghosts? Not per se, but um, Jordan says if you see a cardinal, mm-hmm. it's a loved one visiting you. And that happens a lot. I believe in, that in, completely. In not coincidental kind of ways. So Yeah, yeah cardinals come visit that. me quite often. Yeah. Multiple ones. And it's always been my favorite bird, too. Really? I do so like the cardinal. I had a... Cardinal when I was growing up. Um, so I think those kinds of things happen, but I don't know that a ghost, like a physical, like a person lives in a physical space. Right. Like a, yeah. Like people say, we hear things moving. And I'm like, well, a ghost couldn't move a physical object, obviously, by definition. So that doesn't really make sense to me. But right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, there I, you are. I get down with that. I dig with, I dig the cardinal, cardinal thing. I really do believe that. Um, yeah, I see them a lot. <laughs> um, okay, if you had to spend $10,000 today, how would you spend it? It's kind of like a Brewster's Millions, but only $10,000. Ned is not going and buying a jet ski. <laughs> I would I would pay off some debts. Yeah. Boring. Boring. How sensible of you, Ned. What if you could only spend it on something fun? It was just to be wasted. You had to get rid of it. You couldn't have anything to show for it. Travel. Travel. Hell yeah. Where would you go? Pack a bag. We're going to Ireland. Nice. And then we're going to... So you're going to go visit all the islands. We're dying to go to Scotland because we watched uh, Outlander. Okay. Oh my God. I haven't seen it. Okay, but stop what you're doing and watch it. Stop what you're doing <laughs> and watch Outlander. Oh my God! <laughs> it's, it will How change. How did you just turn into a valley girl? It will that California is coming out of you. Everything. <laughs> you picked up the valley oh, girl. It's so it's so good. good. Yep. Um, what's the strangest or most annoying neighbor story that you have? Do you ever have any annoying or uh, troublesome neighbors? I lived in New York. So. <laughs> uh, I was um, I was in an illegal sublet in New York, like most people. Okay. And the people upstairs were so lo- noisy, but I couldn't do anything because I was it was against the law for me to be there. So right. I couldn't. And one day I heard a, a noise in the bathroom. The entire ceiling had collapsed, like chunks of cement and beams and stuff. If I'd been in there, I probably would have been killed. Right, right. And I could do nothing. There was nothing I could do. I couldn't call the landlord, couldn't call the police. So mm-hmm. so that... Uh, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty awful. Yeah. yeah. So they flooded the bathroom because somebody It wasn't died. flooded, but there was like... <laughs> imagine like like if they were demoing a bathroom. That's what it, it looked like. It all just like. crushed like, into oh, each I'm other. glad I wasn't in there, you know, <laughs> having some quality time because I would have been crushed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Quality time with yourself? I'm not going to go any further with this <laughs> line of questioning, Stephanie. Okay. What's your biggest guilty pleasure? Outlander? <laughs> Just kidding. You're like, no, that's very good, Stephanie. I despise fast food. 
but I will eat a fly fish sandwich from McDonald's anytime. Wow. Other than that, I, 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 fast food is horrifying to me. You really like, are my dad, because that's like my dad's like go. He's like, shit, it's Lent. Got to go get a fillet oh, yeah. fish. Oh and then yeah. This it's year, like a reason to do it. It was on yeah, Fridays. They would be half price. <laughs> mm-hmm, Hello. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I thought I was dreaming. They had a double fillet of fish. Like yes, two, yes. double. And like, I came home and I said, "Honey, everything's changed now." <laughs> you, remember <laughs> oh, that? You, you remember that? You remember that IRA we were talking about? Life as we know it is. Yeah, we're we are fillet of fish people the now. Double fillet. Double fillet of fish. Of fish. Oh, and I always feel sick afterwards, and I really don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, those are good. Yeah, that's the one thing that they uh, always kept them on the menu, too. That's one thing that, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's so wrong to me because I, I, I'm sort of a foodie, kind of. Right, know? it's gross. So I'm like, it's American cheese on fish? Are you insane? Yes. Why don't you put chocolate on a pizza while you're at it, <laughs> dumbass? Right, right. And down they go, right mm-hmm. down my neck hole mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I was a white cash castle fish girl like mm-hmm. i always got the white castle fish sandwich with the cheese mm-hmm. on it and it's like it's something so wrong about like cheese and seafood are not supposed to go together they don't belong together you know but it's like that's oh the only God. way i'm kosher it's it's the cheese and the, and the fish thing that that and then like it's not really kosher. i can totally put shrimp in alfredo i mean that, it's I, not I would as eat, much I would cheese that. yeah, yeah I would it's eat not that. as much yeah. cheese but mm-hmm. like yeah um so we're getting to the food part of the, the last question mm-hmm. here so I see you posting food that you've made. Mm-hmm. You had a lot, a lot of food the last time I seen you post. You had multiple dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the best dish that you prepare, being the foodie that you are? Or what is the dish that you're most proud of? I've gotten the most raves about my eggplant parm. Really? Yeah. And I make a very good Thanksgiving dinner with, like, everything. Yeah. Everything from scratch, everything. Yeah. So those would be the... Do you put yeah. oysters in your stuffing? Do not. Oysters no. are not food. Oysters are not food. No. <laughs> no, I'm they're, hungry. They're eating props. They're not. I don't know why anyone would ever eat an oyster. My grandmother used to put oyster in tons of gizzards in her stuffing. Tons of gizzards. And then, like, um, when after she passed and, like, I got older and my dad's like, I want you to make, you know, make Thanksgiving dinner and everything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm like, okay, well, how do I cook these freaking chicken livers? <laughs> Thank you, Pinterest, for telling mm-hmm. me. Like, so the first helpful. year it was around, and I was just like, okay, mm. let's figure this out. Let's do this. And I, chicken livers are mm. really, like, I cannot eat them, but, like, the only place that I can, and I actually do order them, mm-hmm. is Frankenmuth at Zender's. That would be the only place. That's the only place. That's the only place. And his mom actually got me hooked on that a mm. long time ago. I didn't even realize it was eating a chicken gizzard. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, it's actually a decent tasting thing. It does Mm -hmm. not taste like, you know. Wait, gizzards or livers? Livers, same thing. I'm sorry. Uh, They're a little different. I'm sorry, livers. Livers. Chicken livers is what we order. But, yeah, my dad always wants, like, the livers in in the stuffing. And I'm just like, oh, can can I just put ground beef in here and pretend it is? (laughs) You know what I mean? I have a Thanksgiving story. Yeah, I was late shopping for a turkey like an idiot because I, I usually like spend like a month getting ready and rushing around the store like all these other idiots. Really quick sidebar: Do you usually brine your turkey? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh Hell, god. Yeah. You put fruit in it too? Like I put I'll tell oranges. You story. Okay, yeah. So the woman, this woman came up to me. I didn't know who she was. She goes, "Do you want to hear the best turkey recipe ever?" And I had all this stuff in my basket. I'm like, "Yeah, t- why don't you tell me that now?" And like, you freak. And she said, it's in this magazine. Look it up. Believe me, you'll never regret 
Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well, I'm dead anyway. So I went to, uh, I think it was Gourmet Magazine. Okay. You brine a turkey. Okay. Um, dry brine it. Doesn't you can brine it wet or dry. Okay. You stuff it with onions, lemons, fresh oregano, mm-hmm. and uh, it is the moistest really? turkey you will ever have. Yeah. And pepper. So okay. On. We're getting close to And you make, and you make time, the stuffing so on the side. Good. You make the stuffing on the side because you can't stuff it. Yeah. No, it no, is no. the best. You won't get a better turkey. I am firmly against. And you can use the cheapest turkey. <coughs> you can use the $8 turkey from Kroger. <coughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I bought the, you know, $200 kosher turkey. It's same taste. Same, same, right. same quality. Right. Just use those ingredients. Yep. And, yep. Yeah. I am, I'm a firm believer in not stuffing your turkey. Oh, I always stuffed it, but so I got this recipe. Okay. But if people say the salmonella thing is stupid, you don't have to. That doesn't happen to happen. I don't think it's that. It's just to me, I feel like it's too wet, and I it would can rather. Be very wet. And I mm-hmm. honestly like. I I don't know if it's the white trash in me or what, but I like slicing my my pieces of stuffing or scooping oh, it you out. Can do that. Yeah. Yeah, but like we growing up. It was you sliced You're about the, the presentation. stuffing into mm-hmm. squares, and everybody got yeah. a square. That's that's unfortunate. Yeah, I'm sorry, but to that. but this concludes today's interview. I like that about it because that's like the old way, you that's, know. That's what you're but so like, like we need a food intervention. It, now when I make it, it's just like I just have everybody scoop it. Yes, you know. Yes, yeah. scooping. Yeah, good. it's got to be moist. But people moist. are afraid of the salmonella because you put cold, uh, you put cold stuffing into a turkey, and then it cooks. Right. And even, the answer is very simple. You heat up the stuffing before you put it in the turkey, and then right. you're fine. You don't mm-hmm. have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's My all. grandma would pre-cook it. She would basically make like a like a stovetop. You can do that too. It wasn't a stovetop box, but it was like she made her own homemade stovetop and heated it on the stove, mm-hmm. and then she would put it in the hot stuffing into the bird and then put it into the... A friend of mine who used to cut my hair. Mm-hmm said you will think i'm insane chop up a bag full of white castle cheeseburgers and stuff that into a turkey it is damn good <laughs> i haven't tried it but i looked it up apparently people, people do, this. do it yeah people i heard do about this. this yeah and i hear it's pretty good yeah yeah that's why they're open on thanksgiving very strange idea it is a strange idea no. um white castles are that's a diarrhea idea <laughs> it's a diarrhea idea <laughs> I mean, like, Just you're like going to fall buildings. asleep and shit your pants. That's what oh. it sounds like. Tryptophan oh. and the White Castle stuffing. You're going to fall asleep and shit your shit the yep. bed. Yep. You're going to shit the true. bed. So Wear a diaper. It's the shit the bed special. No, That's I have to I act think. like I don't do that all the time. Oh, how horrible. What a terrible fate that would be. You don't drink anymore. That's true. <laughs> oh, this has been so much fun, Ned. Oh, my goodness. Are we um, done? And well, we can. We, you want to? You want to tell another story? Oh, I thought I thought there were seven questions. You had seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. you totally had seven. Sweet. I nailed it. I <laughs> they go by eight? really quick. Mm. You want eight? I'll find one. Oh, it's up to you. If, if okay, we're done, we're do done. That's well, fine. No, we'll do one more. Here we go. Oh, wait. There we go. All right. Um, <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> you have a random question app. Mm-hmm. Basically. You're so cool. Uh, you ever taken a really crazy dare? What was your craziest dare? A very. A very strange, talented friend of mine in college. I think we were drinking at the time. <laughs> he took a broken beer bottle and cut himself and dared me to do it. And I did. The next day I'm like, what the Sam Hill? What? What is this? Why did we even do that? He was the strangest person. 
You saw I, the scar? And I, I had never heard of cutting or cutters. Or right, that, so right, right. It was just like, I dare you. Yeah. And you were buzzed. Like, and what the Sam Hill? It was the strangest. Yeah. You have a scar? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, not not from that. Oh, not from that? No. What's your weirdest scar story? Um, I have scars all over my face. Really? Because I'm accident prone and I used to fall off the porch a lot when we lived on Braille. Mom would be like, Nettie, where's Nettie? Oh, he's in the bushes again. He fell off the porch. So I'm very accident prone and I've, I've injured my face repeatedly, as I think you can see from, from I, looking at I me. can't tell there's too many wrinkles. You're being kind. <laughs> oh, 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 officer down. Oh, oh. We have a winner. That's how we end it tonight, you guys. <laughs> We have a winner. We joke about our age because you know what? I'm right around the corner. Oh, <laughs> Not <dear>. even kidding. <laughs> I'm feeling it, Ned. My knees are hurting. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty bad right now. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get it a little bit better. Um, why don't you tell everybody all your social media and all the things you do and plug your room? I don't know what any of those words mean. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And, and Insta. Are you on? I am not actually. You have to get on Instagram. I know. I should. I keep hearing oh, that. Oh my goodness! Uh, I use the U.S. People... Postal Service. Okay. Just use a stamp. Snail mail. Uh, yeah. Um, he does email too, folks. Oh, I actually, I actually tweet, but not for myself. It's one of my one of my gigs. It's I tweet for this person that wants funny tweets. So oh, okay. I'm familiar sort of with that. With Twitter. World. A little bit. I don't get it, but I, I can physically do it. Okay. Okay. And the show in Canton every Wednesday. Yeah. It's really fun. It is really like, there's fun. There's a great turnout. I'm so glad that you moved yeah. the stage to where you did. Oh, yeah. Because it's amazing yeah. right there. Having it under the bar was stupid. Steve's was cool crazy. as hell. Steve's great. Yeah. Steve's great. Um, it's it's a kind of place where a lot of people just go there for dinner. They don't know there's a show. Yeah. But we're, work, we're working on it. Yeah. And it's really fun because uh, a lot of people show up there. I was like, man, it's 45 minutes away, but man, something just draws you there. You're like, oh, it's I'm probably going to being, see a good mix of comics here. It's getting to be a hang. People hang out, yeah. which is what you want. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty neighborhood. Yeah. It's safe. And everybody's like, you know, how many minutes? And I say, you know what? Depends on how many comics show up. If there's five people here, you want to go for seven or eight minutes? Yeah. You know, we try to accommodate everybody. And it's, I don't know, I think people... Yeah. I think people like playing there. Yeah, it's a so. good place. It's a good place. Um, I uh, I I have the same thing with New Dodge. I'm like, if anybody, mm-hmm. if nobody shows yes. up, then you guys have as much time as you want. Yeah, like, I don't care. It's very accomodating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't take 30 minutes, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell everybody that. I'm like, 15, maybe. Um, okay, so my things that I need to plug are uh, New Dodge Lounge every Sunday, uh, Sunday fuckery. Um, September 12th, we are having the feedback mic all night at New Dodge with um, my co-host for the night, Ryan Brown. Yes. yes. He's very funny. One of our very favorites. Funny. One of the, like, one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, Ryan, can we please do brunch with you and your wife? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just want to hang out with you. Um and uh, also, what do I got coming up? Oh, tomorrow night, uh, Friday, uh, September the 3rd, we have the first um, Rusty Nail open mic. And that is with Knuckleheads Comedy. Um, it's uh, Friday Jokey Jokes is what it's called. Love that. Ned's going to be on uh, on the first, uh, first lineup here tomorrow night. 
And um, I'm trying to think of what else I got going on. Oh, and and something Big news. cool. The really cool thing. I uh, I I shot my shot. And I called Mark Ridley's, and uh, I'm going to be emceeing the open mic on Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday. Um, what's the date? I don't know for sure. Uh, da, 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 the 8th. The 8th. Sounds right. So I'm super excited about that. That will be my first MC gig at Mark Ridley's, and that is amazing to me. And those people have been nothing but, like, super awesome and supportive because I've done... I've done their place three times uh, with the competition, too. And that's a hell of a lot of a chance a to take very, on someone. You made a very good impression. So I, hope so. yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I'm like, I'm just this, like, this hot mess of a downriver diva, you know? I'm a diva. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I did everything in my power to stop that from happening. And they said, no, we want Stephanie. Yeah, so. they were like, we love white trash. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that's everything I got going on right now. Um, and uh, next weekend, um, September 11th, I'm doing a party in the hood with Bird. So, <laughs> and that's always fun at the gas station. So um, that's all I got, folks. And uh, make sure you check out Ned Rice at every open mic that he possibly can get to because he is just going out there and doing the damn thing. And make sure you check him out at Maraschino's Pub every Wednesday night, 9 p.m., um, downtown Canton. Like, really nice neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to live there mm-hmm. and just stumble down to Maraschino's every Wednesday night. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it's my goal in life. Like, <laughs> let me just get that kind of rich. I just want to be stumble down to Maraschino's rich. Okay, everybody. Um, this has been Sanctioned by Stephanie. Thank you for listening, and uh, good night. Bye. Bye. Sitting in the public library of Sermon Street just now, uh, skimming through Rogue Herries by uh, Horace Walpole, when I um, suddenly came over all peckish. Peckish, eh? Isuriant. Eh? Diabolo, hungry like. Ah, hungry. In a nutshell. So I thought to myself, a little fermented curd will do the trick. So I curtailed my wall-poling activities, sallied forth and infiltrated your place of purveyance to negotiate the bending of some cheesy comestibles. Come again? I want to buy some cheese! Oh, I thought you were complaining about the music. Oh, heaven forbid, I'm one who delights in all manifestations of the Terpsichorean muse. Sorry? I like a nice dance, you forced to. Anyway, who said that? Now, my good man, some cheese, please. Yes, certainly, sir. What would you like? Well, uh, how about a little Red Leicester? I'm afraid we're fresh out of Red Leicester, sir. Never mind. How are you on uh, Tilsit? Never at the end of the week, sir. Always get it fresh first thing on Monday. Tish, tish. Mm-hmm.